Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 490 for Wednesday the 8th of February 2017. So nice to have you joining us tonight. Thanks for being here. You'll find our website at www.category5.tv, but let's get right into it. We've got a PlayStation 3 Slim that got dropped. We're going to show you how we can do some stuff to that, see if we can get it up and running, but we're also at the same time going to learn a little bit about Linux data recovery. So we'll stick around. Sasha Dermatis in the newsroom. What do you got coming up? Well, here's what's coming up in the Category 5.tv newsroom. More than 150,000 web-connected printers were owned by a self-proclaimed, a self-proclaimed novice coder over the weekend. A hack attack against the dark web shut down a huge number of sites for ch- containing child pornography. AI has beat the most skilled poker players in the world. Google's Super Bowl ad set off a bunch of Google Home devices, and more than 1,000 government computers in a U.S. county have been infected by ransomware. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Hey there. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Robbie Ferguson, and would you help me welcome Sasha Dermatis? Hi. Hi, Sasha. Jeff Weston. Hi, Jeff. Forgot, Hi, Jeff. Forgot what you looked like, man. I know. It's been so long. I know. I had to leave the country, and then... How come. was your trip? Oh, buddy. That's how this whole thing started. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a week off to two weeks. I, uh, I spent... It, which turned to three and then four. I, yeah, I spent I spent uh, two Wednesdays in Hawaii. It was kind of nice. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was nice to have you join us on the first week there. Were you at the part of Hawaii? Have you seen the videos of Hawaii with that weird, like, lava waterfall situation that's going on? No, that's a different island. I was on Maui. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but uh, it was perfect. I did hang out at the highest point on the island, 10,030 feet. uh, Did your ears pop? My ears did not pop. Did you feel like... But when we got out of the car at the top of the volcano... Uh, there's a sign that says, beware of the altitude, be careful on the steps. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm so excited. I started running up the steps. I'm like eight, ten steps up. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, oh, my goodness. I need oxygen. Yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot about the thinness of the air. It was great. Reads the sign, immediately does the opposite. Well, they just said, be careful. And I was like, okay. Like my so kids, I'm, watch- I'm watching the stairs. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't right. thinking about the breathing. So, but it was great. I got some great underwater camera swimming with uh, some sea turtles. Yeah, take yeah. your SJ four thousand underwater. I with took you? the SJ four thousand, and nice. I did. Uh, we did something called snuba. So it's snorkeling, but you're attached to a scuba tank with a twenty foot line. So you can oh. hang out twenty feet underwater for up to half an hour. And you're tethered in. Yeah, tethered in. That's so cool. okay. like a big umbilical cord. Something like that. Yeah. So I'm. Now, I mean, the water case was protecting the camera, but when you're just hanging out in the water, uh, you could listen to the humpback whales sing to each other. So I'm hoping really? the camera picked up that audio. You had the case on it, though? I had the case on it, though, so I'm not sure. Yep. But it, it was, might be pretty muffled. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, because, I mean, cool. this time period is when they're, they're all hanging out near Hawaii. So, boy, oh, boy. That is super cool. Oh, oh yeah. man. I've, that- I've heard it from, like, above ground, because... Like in Newfoundland, I have like, heard none of these things. You just like it, it's so common in Newfoundland that people just like the 
The really? locals just walk around like, oh, I don't hear no whales way. singing. But I was, every single time I heard it, I like froze where I was just listening. Yeah. Oh. It turns Do out you they hear like, that? I know. They come together as pods and they create new songs cool. together as new. You know what I would love to do? What? Like, that makes me think. Take my dummy head that records binaural audio. Don't yeah. call yourself that. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> no, you can check out Nature Sounds of Ontario, Canada. Now, right. obviously, yes. that's outside of Ontario, but wouldn't bit. it be cool to use the dummy head to record binaural whale songs? Oh, that'd yes. be amazing. That it would be While awesome. we were there, we also saw the spinner dolphins, so you could probably pick up some of their sounds. Yeah. They're clicking and they're screeching and all that kind of wow. stuff. So, But the coolest part of the trip was I've heard of bioluminescent organisms. Yeah. yeah. The shore had bioluminescent organisms really? no that way. got activated by the jumping fish at night. No way. No way. It was cool. super cool. Did you oh, take video? I tried to take video, but it didn't capture it. That'd be tough. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the eyes pick it up differently than a camera would. Sure. But it's incredible because we're sitting there in the moonlight watching the, or listening to the waves, and all of a sudden there's like fireworks going off That's in the cool. water. We're like, what is that? It took us about probably five minutes to figure out it was fish jumping, but when they jump, they activate the. I guess it's so plankton weird, or whatever, eh? so that all the splashes were glowing. Wow. It was so cool. So super. That's cool. really neat. Yeah. So needless to say, I did not want to come back. What? <laughs> I want to see the video, and and I'm I'm so excited about spring coming because I'm th- starting to think about nature sounds, and yeah, uh, that's one of my shows on the network, so you can listen to these nature sounds that we've recorded. The binaural setup that I have. I have a dummy head, mm-hmm. and you put the microphones in the ears, but you can actually put them in your human ears. Okay. And you can use your own head as the dummy head. <laughs> That's awesome. So what it does is it records from your ears so that you get full surround sound audio. Okay. So that might be a way to do it. So if either of you are going anywhere that is really, truly exceptional as far as sound goes, I'll loan you, loan you the binaural setup. And do you, that do you right. know what's really, truly exceptional? This show. Thanks. Nice, nice, nice way of getting us back on track. <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing? Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. We're live on the air. Sorry. I thought it was just hanging out with my friends. Well, you are. I am. They're your friends, you're too. In, you're many, many friends all over the world and in the chat room. Hey, exactly. is there anybody from Hawaii on right now? That would be really cool. Say hello. Comment yeah. hello if you're Aloha. watching this on demand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fancy schmancy pants. <laughs> For what Nicely it's worth, done. I was hanging out in Kihei. So maybe somebody's from Kihei who's watching, and they're like, <gasps> why didn't you come say out my town? Yeah. <laughs> that was very cool. Hey, uh, we've improved our RSS feeds. So this has finally happened. I mentioned it last week that it was happening. But now our RSS feeds have been enhanced so that you can listen and watch every show that's, uh, that's available on our website. Uh, you can actually get those via RSS. So if you have a podcatcher on your, on your phone, uh, for example, Podcast Addict. You click on those links at category5.tv slash subscribe, and it will launch it into your podcast aggregator, and it will actually download them to your phone as we bring out new episodes. So there's Category 5 Technology TV. There's New Every Day. Now we also have the Nature Sounds of Ontario Canada RSS feed, so you can get those, which is perfect for studying or if you're sleeping and you you have tinnitus. It'd be a perfect opportunity for you to get those nature sounds and have your headphones on and everything like that. So it's all part of the RSS, but all of the episodes are available. Plus we've got what we call our consolidated feed, which gives you all the latest episodes and all the back episodes for all the main shows here at category five TV. And they're all in one RSS feed. So as category five technology TV brings out a show, you'll get that as new every day brings out a show, you'll get that and so on and so forth. So 
It's like Christmas every week. You know, we're looking for ways to give away the show for free. But right. Clearly, you found Take it. Take it. Yeah. Here, here you go. Take <laughs> Category 5 Technology TV. I got an email, somebody saying uh, that they're an advertising network and they want to use our show. And is this really Creative Commons licensed? And I said, yeah. Take the show. Use it. Um, if you're going to make money off of it. We, we need to set up an agreement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if someone's making money off of the show, then that's different because that's where we say, okay, well, we take a cut from that revenue and that's right. fair and we're sure. providing the content. Uh, but if you're using it for personal use and you're sharing this with friends or you're playing it at your, at your local Linux users group. Um, your school dance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have been to some really bad school dances. But, ITT uh, Technical one, Institute. Maybe that that's... <laughs> Anyways, for you, just take it, use it, do whatever you like. That's what it's here for. Uh, our partners section on our website, Category5.tv, now has coupons. They're, what? They're cool, time-sensitive coupons. Exactly. They're We've awesome. got a couple for you this month. Okay, last week we started it off with the Logo Company. If you need a professionally designed logo, the Logo Company has partnered with us, and they are giving 25% off any professionally designed logo package. So That's awesome. Get over to our website, Category5.tv, click on Support Us, and then uh, Shop with Our Partners and you'll be able to take advantage of that. It's a coupon, so you have to go through our link in order to use that. Then, GearBest, one of our favorite stores. I love GearBest. I love GearBest, too. We're like the GearBest buddies. Uh, we've got 8% off everything. What? Absolutely everything in the store is 8% off now until February 20th. And if you're shopping for clothes, GearBest has a really good selection of really hip clothes. I'm is that say even hip. on sale items? Everything. Yeah, yeah. It everything says in the store every, is eight percent off. Yeah, <gasps> but now apparel, we've got fifteen percent off. You know, I'm going to blow my paycheck now, right? I'm sorry about that, but oh, uh, hey, wife's check not it out. Be happy. Category five TV. Click on support us, and then shop with our partners. And now you'll notice those coupons. So make sure you follow through with those. Copy and paste them into your cart, and you're going to be able to take advantage of those really great deals. Oh, that's exciting. Nelson was meant to be here I today. Know. Where's Nelson? Nelson, where are you? Uh, Nelson couldn't make it tonight to talk about our um, Star Trek The Next Generation right. Bluetooth communicator. Which actually gives you time to get yours before he gets here. Good idea. So Maybe you can call me up and we'll communicate back and forth. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so I feel like having one of those in the middle of one of my meetings. My phone rings. Just have it go off. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the lawyers on the other table. What? going on <laughs> it's I, a speakerphone they can hear I both sides one, of the combo i want one too everybody yeah. wants one uh you can get yours at cat5.tv slash star trek but nelson has simply postponed he couldn't make it this week we're going to do it in a future week we'll announce that uh down the road in the meantime what did i learn to do this week what did you learn to do this week let's see if it works i don't even know if it's on okay maybe Google? i should check that yeah that was anticlimactic <laughs> Oh, it is clicking, so let's try it. Oh. Send a text message. I don't know. I think I clicked. I'm learning, let's just say. It's riveting TV. I know, right? It makes the sound. Send a text message. 
It's like I'm synced to two devices. Has one of you got Bluetooth on? I have Bluetooth on. I could turn it okay, off. Okay, turn it off just in case. I don't know if I have That's hilarious. Did you hear how it's activating two devices at the same time? It's because yeah. I was linked Let's to my, try that again. Uh, my watch. Oh, okay. So you can track all of your steps? It's true. Okay, I'm synced on my phone now. I have to check my steps. Send a text message. Becca. Which phone number? Home or mobile? Mobile. What do you want to say for this message? Hey, darling. Just wanted to say hello. We're live on the air, and I'm doing this through a Star Trek communicator. Close enough. That's good. That was fun. <laughs> yes, say yes. Yes. That's awesome. So everybody's phone just probably went off as well <laughs> as we found in the news. Anyway, that's something that I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn how to use the communicator. It's a funny thing. I know. But hey, but it works a, great. That's a it's lot of, and, cool. and is that the actual voice of No, it's not. That's actually Google's, like Google Now. Is it? Okay. But I couldn't hear quite does it sound clear like, enough, but I was like, is that actually her voice? Yeah. Kind of sounds awesome. like it, so I'll take it. I'll take it. There's a question. Um, when you raised your voice, did it did it happen in all caps in the text? And I feel like... No. Did it? No. It might have. It did capitalize hey on hey darling, though. But that's it. Oh. No, it didn't. It didn't. The question like is... Yelling, it take yelling. All caps. Does it pick up Klingon? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's what it, you'll get. <laughs> okay. No, don't show, show me maps. Do you? It's picking up all of our talk. Okay, stop. Okay, Google. It just brought up a map. Okay. Do you have to um, look at your chest while you're talking? No, I was. To it? The reason I was doing that was so you could hear it from my okay. from my microphone. Okay. I figured that's why. Otherwise, it's pretty boring. That's even worse television. If I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, get yours at cat5.tv slash Star Trek. It is pretty cool. We've talked about it on the show. If you want to see the review, the unboxing, uh, make sure you get over to category5.tv. Um, we, uh, we've got to take a real quick break, but instead of a commercial, I've got a video of my son. Hopefully it makes you smile. We'll be right back after this. So I got this really cool puzzle from the dollar store, thinking, hey, that looks like an interesting puzzle, but it was only a dollar. So how good can it be? Here, give it a try. See if you can get it apart. <laughs> get wrecked, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> I, I don't. He's a genius. Yeah, he's a smart kid, but that puzzle was pathetic. That, it was definitely not worth a dollar. Yeah. Maybe a mm. dollar in wood. Yeah. 
Not even. <laughs> hey, this is Category 5 Technology TV. Check out our website, Category5.tv. Tonight, we've got a PlayStation 3 that has been brought in here by our very own Jeff Weston. Now, yes. Jeff... I'm going to bring up a, uh, a message that you posted at the, uh, at the start of the week here. Oh, this is so painful. Let's take a boo. Mm. And I'm, going to, I'm going to bring that up full screen. Don't you worry now. Jeff says, due to a completely unavoidable but truly... No, no, no. Avoidable. Oh, a oh, let's, clar oh, let's a clarify. It oh. was avoidable. Oh, this was an avoidable. Oh. Sorry. Oh, My no. mistake. My mistake. Let's get this right. Did one of your kids take after you in the whole steps in the air thing when you read the steps? This read the sign for the steps that said, you know, caution? S something like something that. Like that. <laughs> one started of your kids running take it? after you completely? And something. <laughs> okay, let's, so let's hit it. Okay. Jeff Weston. One of our hosts here on Category 5 TV posted this on Facebook this week. Due to a completely avoidable but truly unfortunate mishap, my children are in the market for a new PlayStation 3. I can't find any new ones for under $250, seeing as the kids are paying for it. I need a lower price. Any ideas? Yeah. Jeff, what happened, man? So, uh, I've got a mantle yeah. that the PlayStation sits like on. Like a fireplace mantle? Or? Yeah, it's above the fireplace. Okay. PlayStation sits there. Yeah. All is good. It is secure. It is safe. The kids have been told when your controller dies mm, controller, yeah. and you plug it into the cable, yep. you do not use it to play on the PlayStation. Gotcha. Use one of our other controllers. Did they listen, Jeff? I would, uh, it is painful for me to say that they did not listen. They decided, hey, let's keep playing PlayStation uh, with it plugged in. And then one of them moved a foot too far back. Oh, no. And it fell six feet and bricked. And there we have it. I don't yeah. know if you can see this screen behind me. It reads, cannot start. The appropriate system storage was not found. And this is all yeah. you get? That was all I got. And so uh, the, the, deal, the oh. deal was with my kids that um, I will They're share. responsible? <laughs> yes. Uh, because it is completely avoidable and it's 100% their fault, uh, they will not be getting a new PlayStation until such time as they can save up the money for 75% of the cost and then... I will pay 25% of the cost. So, uh, yes, yeah. computer. Um, well, I, I care too much about your kids to, to see that happen. We're going to see if we can fix this tonight. I, I hope we can. Okay. And then you will be on the I hope Robbie the kids are watching that. so that I become your favorite. <laughs> and I hope we can pull this off. Okay, so we've got this PlayStation 3 here, and, you know, it's. It's it's an old unit, and and the fact is is that if you're going to find one new, it's good luck for one thing. But it's well, going to yeah. cost you a, pr a pretty good penny. You might as well buy a PS4. So why well, we've would you stick this with a PS3? Like nine years, I think. Yeah. Um, but the re so I was looking at going for P uh, PS3, but they're crazy expensive. Yeah. Like the cheapest I could find online for new, because I'm not really interested in used. Sure. New was 250 bucks. I found okay, a PS. Well, that's, not, that's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. Mm -hmm. I found a PS4 for 350, and so I thought, okay, well, mm, okay, that puts it into perspective. You know, we might, so why not a PS4? Because I've got all disc PS3 games, and even digital versions of games, and I have a couple on here. Mm -hmm. um, you need to run an update with that may incur some extra charges to the game to get the PS4 compatibility. But a PS4 does not run the PS3 discs, oh. so I would have to get oh. all new discs and everything, and I'm... New games. You'd have to buy new games. Well, exactly, You're yeah. basically scrapping your entire game collection. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, okay, this, this warning message, this error message Jeff says cannot start because the appropriate system storage was not found. So yeah. we have to assume that the hard drive that's built into the PlayStation is probably damaged or something's happened. From a six-foot fall, I assume so. Yeah, and what what does the hard drive have on it? Like, is it... Um, it's a, I believe it's 250 gig. Uh, yeah, there's, I don't know, there's like three or four games, I think, on there. Okay. So, which is not a big deal to so download ha- those again. Yeah, yeah. But it's fact that this thing's bricked and if i gotta buy right. a hard drive so it's not so much the data that's on the drive necessarily in your case more it's, it's the the fact that it just doesn't work well yeah and and is it just the hard drive i mean there's there's right. also oh. processors in there are they broken yeah. are there any cables is, is the yeah. board in there broken like okay. i just there's a laser reader in there so, too that needs to oh yeah so absolutely. many things yeah. can go wrong and okay so the the good news is, is when i look at this it doesn't look like it's been physically damaged so there's no. not it's not like it's been crushed or cracked or mm-hmm. or broken in half so chances are pretty darn good that the the main board in there it's it's a computer in right. all essences right and it, it is starting up yeah it powers is, on yeah yeah so the the main board from what i can see here is is most likely going to be just fine um it's it's a pretty solid state device mm-hmm. um things are built into it they're yes. not like you don't have it's not like a laptop where the ram modules can come out and you've right. got to reseat them and everything and that's part of the whole idea of a console is it's a, a solid state kind of system so that way it's you're not going to lose um Sorry, we just had a, a little bit of a problem there, and I apologize for those who are watching live, but our internet is just a little bit wonky, so I'll give you a second to, to reconnect. Um, so because it's, so, it's built to be so solid state, you don't have the fear of like a processor popping off of the socket, for okay. example. Okay, a computer, right. yeah, that could Absolutely, definitely happen. Yeah. Uh, with this particular device, I don't think we're going to see that as, as an issue. So that said, it could happen. You could have internal damage, mm-hmm. but we're not going to take that approach out the gate because it's pretty tedious to pull the whole thing apart and That's get in right. there. Yeah. There's a lot of videos online. If you, uh, if you do get to the point where you, you need to disassemble the whole thing, you're going to need a special type of screwdriver, and, uh, and there are lots of videos online to help you with that. Tonight, because it's saying that we've got a storage system problem, that's really what we're going to look at right. and see what we can do. So we're going to just uh, we're going to fade to black, and uh, we're going to get this internet connection issue uh, resolved, and then we're going to come right back to you. So if, as far as those of you watching on demand, it'll be just as if uh, no time had passed. We'll be right back. And we're back, just oh. like that. Okay, so we've got the PlayStation 3. I apologize for the internet issues. For those of you watching live, uh, looks like we've stabilized a little bit. Now, I've got an SJ cam here all set up. Let's see if I have, if I fire this up, Jeff, we should be able to actually see some close-ups, and uh, we'll see how that works. Here we go. Ooh, ah, make sure it's the right way. There we go. All, All right. right. So we've got a PlayStation 3 here. Yep. Uh, now, the only damage that I can really see, Jeff, is kind of like... A little on bit of the here. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't look like we're, we're you know, looking at uh, a completely destroyed system here. Yeah, exactly. We know that the hard, the hard drive is probably the biggest thing. So, first of all, thinking of the PlayStation 3 or any kind of console device, it's essentially a computer. So we don't want to start messing with it. We don't want to be turning it on, seeing if it comes back, turn it on again, turn it off, right. turn it back on. Because if the heads of your hard drive and let's look at what a hard drive actually looks like internally and this is an image uh that was provided uh, by uh let's see remo software so you see that read and write head 
Yep, that's a part of the drive that reads the magnetic platters. And if that has grooved itself into the platter and you keep turning it on, turning it off, that platter's going to spin. That's going to cause etching into the platter itself. It's going to cause permanent un restorable damage to the hard drive um, and you can see it's basically you know think about an old record player and the way that those would work exactly and so if you scratch the needle into it it's going to damage it and it's never going to play right again right and it's funny because when this happened I was looking at a couple um, blog posts and stuff saying yeah. know, what could be done and a sure. lot of them were saying turn it off turn it back on no. hold the power button and I'm going same thing with your nope, computer this not going to do it no, just don't do it so smart move um so what do we want to do? We want to get the hard drive out of it, and we want to do two things, but okay. we're going to do them at the same time. We're going to find out if the hard drive works. Okay. We're going to find out if we can get the data off of it, and if we can, we're going to do that. But we're also in the process of that going to find out if it is damaged, if we need right. to replace it, if there's going to be any ongoing problems, like if it did hit the platter, you might have some really bad sectors exactly, that's going to yeah. cause a, a problem down the road. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, as I say, we've got this tiny little camera here. Let's see if I can give you a bit of a better view. Okay, so Jeff, we've got this little tab here, which if yep. we pull that up, and I'm going to let you actually do the work. I've got a, okay. a screwdriver right here. All right. I'll just get you to take out that blue screw. All right, perfect. Now, I've turned off the power already while we were at black there. Okay. Okay, so just pull that screw right out. It comes right out. Is it magnetic or...? Uh, the screwdriver is, yes. Okay. There you go. Okay. And now, uh, right here, there's this be bevel that we don't have to actually do any prying or anything like that. Just drag it like that. Oh, okay. come right off. Okay, and then you'll see that there's a drawer. That's and that right, drawer, for the hard drive. Yeah, that drawer lets you pull the hard drive right out. Okay. So you can go ahead and do that. Okay. Okay. So here is your what is in all essence is a laptop hard drive. It looks like a 120 gig. Oh, it's 120. Okay. Yeah, 120 gig uh, Toshiba hard drive. Uh, we're gonna see what this thing turns up, and uh, we're gonna do that with Linux. Oh, okay. Exciting. Okay. So how do we do this? Ready for it? I'm ready. I've got my laptop over here, just a Linux laptop. It's running Ubuntu 16.04. And what we're going to do, I'm going to grab a external chassis that has USB 3. Okay. Right? You might use uh, ESATA. Mm -hmm. You don't want USB 2 or USB 1 because it's going to be brutally slow. Yes. And you have to remember that as we're about to image every sector of the hard drive, it's more likely to fail during that time. Right. Okay. okay. So this is just a, this is a Kingston drive that, uh, let's see here. It has a solid state drive in it, but I can remove that solid state drive. And then I have a backplane for SATA headers. Oh, perfect. Okay. So this USB device basically converts um, SATA into the uh, USB 3. Right. Okay. USB 3 is fast enough. Um, ESATA is going to be lots of, lots of speed for you, 3 gigs a second. Let's just pull the screws off here. You know what I'll do is uh, let's bring this up on the camera here. Okay. Do you want to hold that for me? Sure. And just right down here, I see four screws for the uh, for the hard drive from the PlayStation 3. So we're just going to pull those out. Don't lose those. We're going to need them. So this process is so that we can safely, or at least more safely, 
determine if the hard drive has failed, is failing, and at the same time, because we're going to be actually copying it, uh, we're going to be able to... Oh, oh. The, the SJ cam turns off after a couple of minutes' time because we're on battery power. I'm just going to fire that right back up. We'll see that come live again. Uh, we can. Do, there we go. Okay. We'll just give that a second. So I'm just going to pull that hard drive out of the chassis. Let's do this on camera. There we go. So it just comes right out once the screws are out. Simple. Okay. And then this particular device that converts it, I just put that into the back plane, and now this hard drive is accessible over USB 3. Wow, okay. so easy. It is easy. Uh, but the reason that we're doing this in this way is because imaging, or basically doing a data recovery, if you will, um, is going to make a copy of the drive as it's testing it. Okay. So if partway through it does fail, then chances are pretty good that we may have gotten some or all of the data right. at that point. So it, And then at least we're going to have a backup that's going to be something that we can fall back on. So I'm just going to plug this into my computer, into the USB 3 port, Make sure you plug it into the right port because your computer probably has a lot of USB 2 ports and then maybe one, my laptop has one USB 3 port right. and then four USB uh, 2 point something ports. Can, can I right. ask what the difference is? is Speed. That... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, two is 480 megabits a second. Mm -hmm. Three is going to be five gigabits a second oh, okay. up to. So okay. you're going to get significantly faster performance out of that uh, USB 3 port. Okay, so on my laptop here... Let's just bring up the screen for you. Okay, so there, we're going to do this through the terminal. I'm going to jump into the terminal here, System Tools, Mate Terminal. And there's a tool that we're going to use called DD Rescue. But in order to get that, there's a couple things we need to do. So sudo nano etc slash apt slash sources dot list and then enter your password. This is going to allow us to modify our repository list. What we need to do is we need to make sure that the universe repository right here is not commented out, okay? Because this, is, this tool that we're going to use is found in the universe repository. So with that... Um, not commented, because by default I believe it is commented, then you can hit Control-O to save, and then Enter, and then Control-X. If you get a permissions issue, you forgot to type sudo. Because remember, I'm on Ubuntu. If you're on Debian, you can do this um, using su and, and be the root user. Okay. So now that I've got the universe repository, we're going to go sudo apt-get update. That's going to download all of the package information for available packages. There we go. sudo apt-get install, and then it's, uh, it's actually going to be gddrescue, okay? So think about dd in terms of, you know, disk destroyer or whatever you want to call it. dd is a tool that you can use in Linux that will do a sector-by-sector -sector copy of any device. Okay. But dd essentially assumes that the source is not in a problematic state. Okay. We know that this drive may have failed or may be pre-fail or may have some problems or some really bad sectors now that it's been dropped from six feet from the mantle. Yes. So we're going to use instead DD Rescue, which is basically a front end for DD that does things differently in such a way that it will um, work better if there are bad sectors. You'll, okay. You'll get more good data than you will from DD. Awesome. Okay, so that's installed using apt-get. So now it's a pretty simple command, uh, but first of all, now I've got that drive in uh, plugged in. So if I type sudo fdisk-l, I'm going to see a list of all hard drives that are on my system. You see how SDB took a second to pop up there? That's the one. So 
how do I know if that's the right one? Now, my computer has not mounted it, so it's safe to do this. I'm just going to unplug it from my computer. Now, go back there and type sudo fdisk-l for list the available hard drives, and you see all I have is SDA. So now, as soon as I plug back in the USB 3 and then run that command again, give it a second to connect. There it is. So SDB is our drive. Once I've connected it, all of a sudden I've got this slash dev slash SDB. Okay? So that's our source drive. That's the one. So good news, Jeff, is that the drive is being detected. That's great. That's good great start. news. Absolutely. It's, it's not saying nothing's there. Uh, so now we're going to use that DD Rescue, and you can see that it is installed uh, now. So if I type DD Rescue, it'll say uh, it's waiting for more information. What are you going to enter? It says both input and output files must be specified. Okay, so we're going to use super user do so that we have full access to the hardware. So sudo dd rescue, and we're going to, here's what we're going to do. Dash F and then the source device, so dev slash sdb. Backing up really, really quickly before I get into that, do a uh, df dash h, okay? See my slash? It's 109 gigs free. Okay, that's something that is going to be a problem for me in this particular instance. This okay. is a demonstration, so yes, we'll get away with it. It's a 120 gig hard drive. Oh, what if it's full? Uh-oh. I'm going to run out of space on my destination drive before I, um, before I get to the end of the drive. That's so, good. We can just wipe your laptop. It's all good. It's the <laughs> PlayStation we're trying to save. Okay. And this is key, too. We're going to write it to an image file. Okay. We're not going to overwrite my partitions. Right. We're not overwriting my hard drive. Never set your destination to slash dev slash SDA, my hard drive, right. because then you'll lose everything on your computer. Totally. Instead, our destination is going to be a file. Mm. Okay, so I know that in my particular system on my laptop, I do not have enough hard drive space to do this image, but for you, make sure you do, okay? And I can, again, um, you know, I know that because it's a 120 gig drive and I only have 109 gigs free. So, assuming I had more space, and this is okay for the sake of a demonstration, so sudo dd rescue, and then dash f, and then the source, dev slash sdb. Don't specify a partition, we're making a, a, an image of the entire hard drive. Then our image, we're gonna put that into our home folder on the desktop, um, and we're gonna call this um, ps3.img. Then we have an optional parameter here to include also a log file. We're going to export, uh, save to a log file. Okay. Why do we want to do that? With DD Rescue, I'm going to show you in a moment's time, you can actually resume. So if for some oh, reason okay. I have to stop, maybe I run out of hard drive space. Right. I can use an, an, an external hard drive, copy the image over, and continue on from where I left off. The log file allows us to do that. So check this out. Uh, I'm going to specify now same folder, desktop as my destination, uh, ps3.log. Now, it could, I'm putting it on my desktop. You can put it anywhere you like, wherever you've got space. As soon as I hit enter, it's going to start the process. So far, Jeff, we've rescued 66.98. There's our... Number's going amount. up. Yeah, it's going, it's moving nice and fast. The number I like, though, is the errors zero. Errors zero so far at 400 kilobytes red. Let's. Okay, so if this works, mm -hmm. does that mean it's not the hard drive that's the problem? Not necessarily. Okay. But so what we're looking at here is we're doing an image to my okay. hard drive, and it's saving to not a hard drive but an image file. See that ps3.img? Mm -hmm. 
on my desktop down at the bottom left there, that's the file that is now becoming an, an exact duplicate sector by sector of your hard drive from your PS3. Right. Okay. So as it's doing that, it's going to notice, oh, I'm having trouble copying this particular right. byte. Yeah. And then it's going to give us an error and it's going to show us. So if those errors climb up, or if you start to see errors, then, then you know, know okay, this drive has failed or is failing or is not at all trustworthy. So if you see errors there, then we know that the drive is not trustworthy. Right. Now, f- okay, l- before we get too far into that, look at my progress here. 2.1 megabytes. I'm going to hit Control-C to abort. It says interrupted by user. Now, remember what I said about using the log file? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to enter that exact same command now. I'm using the same ps3.img on my desktop and ps3.log on my desktop and if I hit enter watch where it starts 2.2 megabytes Oh, look at so that. it instantly picks up where it left off so I don't have to start over if for some reason this gets interrupted so it's right. definitely a good idea to use that log file and then we can pull that up anytime we That's need to resume smart. Okay? so just to speed things along because this is just a demonstration and I've already been through this process for you Jeff, the good news this process completed and errors were zero. That's awesome. Sort of. Yeah. So what so. is going on with my PlayStation? R- uh, yeah. Rob, Robbie already said that it doesn't look like the motherboard is destroyed and right. and so on and so forth. So I'm going to I'm going to abort this process now. You're going to have to let that go for many probably well, many hours. Yeah, exactly. Not that's necessarily speed. with 120. But I mean if if you're checking your hard drive to make sure it's safe, Mm-hmm. You want it to do it thorough, so I'm not going to rush yeah. that process. No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. Now, nice thing, too, is because we're creating this image using DD Rescue, if the drive fails, or even if six months from now, if I've held on to that image, if the drive fails, I can revert back by right. now DD Rescuing the file back to a physical hard drive. Okay. It can also be used to uh, DD Rescue to a Kingston solid-state hard drive. Right. Now... Okay moving parts are gone and you don't have to worry about it so you've got a, a much more robust solution plus it's faster it's better it's it's gonna be more fuel efficient and yes all the the above right? but but still won't make it kid proof still won't make it kid proof but a little more kid proof yes okay <laughs> so i'm gonna pull this drive out we're gonna pretend that we got there because we did yes uh during my earlier tests well, that's uh, good. So, so I don't have to drive. buy a new hard drive. We don't have to buy a new hard drive, but do we have to buy a new PS3? So let's put this back in here, Jeff. Okay. Let's fire up that, uh, that action cam here. All right. Okay, so the process is exactly reversed. I'm just going to put this back together. Okay, so it's just like this. And Jeff, uh, I'll let you take the, the action cam. Please insert right. card. Okay, there we go. You getting dizzy yet? <laughs> okay. Here we are. So we're just going to reassemble this. It's an easy process, and we're not getting... uh, Fortunately, we're not getting into the entire PlayStation. Whoa, you're, like, so sideways. I'm so confused here, Jeff. There's that. (laughs) A little bit better? (laughs) (laughs) Go over top. Wow. Yeah, go over top. I just didn't want the shine. The shine. I was trying to get the the shine from the the lights out. That's true. They're used to the shine, man. (laughs) That's right. Fair enough. Yeah, I figured if I came on an angle, you wouldn't get as much light shine. Ah, uh, okay. You know, maybe That's somebody's got some sensitive people peepers. feel like they're falling. That's right. Yeah, everybody feels like they're falling now. Listen, 
Maybe we just need to put one of those legal things about Category 5 may cause nausea. And <laughs> yes. Seizures. Hey, there exactly. we go. Exactly. Yeah. Straight into here. All right. Whoa, Jeff. Whoa, <laughs> man. Dude. Okay, I'm going to do both. <laughs> you, you know what it is? I'm looking at the screen and not paying attention where I'm Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, and I've put it in upside down now because I'm, uh, I'm here, every here, which way. Here we go. Okay. There. Here we go. Okay. There. It's in. Right. Now, here's the thing. I want to give it a really good snug push okay. so that it's tight to the back plane. Okay. Okay? Because here is what I think the problem is. The drop kicked the drive off the back plane. But it's screwed in. No, it's not. Well, but this screw here. Oh, yeah. The screw on the top. But there's, there's a fair bit of play there, my friend. Is there? Okay. Look at the play here. So he's thinking this screw is holding it in. Oh, okay. So consider the back plane is, is basically exactly like what I showed you here. Okay. Okay. It's this guy here. So in the back of that PlayStation, you've got one of these. And your drive plugs into it. And that kick from a drop will go, uh. And now it's no longer making contact with maybe the power or maybe the, the SATA header or something right. along those lines. So I'm going to put that back in here. We've got all kinds of angles here tonight on Category 5. I know. Okay. Give it a good little snug push. And one thing I'll mention as I, already, as I pull it out and put, put it back in many times, I kind of pushed it back this way as I was screwing it into the chassis. Okay? So it's not... So these screws have a little bit of play, too. I made sure that it was as far back in this chassis as I possibly could. Smart. Okay, so now I've pushed that in. Okay. Nice and snug. Now we've got this piece here, just the nice cosmetic bezel. Yep. Put that in. And finally, our screw. Just like so. Okay, nice and snug. Okay. There we are. Okay. This is the moment of truth, Jeff. If this works, then I bet you a million people who have dropped their PS3s, mm. they stopped working, and then they threw them out, are watching right no. now, like No, you can't throw calming. out a PS3. Probably. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, I thought it was gone for good. Well, and, and truthfully, that's where I went to immediately. I'm like, right. yeah. it's not working. Ah, it's dead. crud. Yeah. So okay, let's fire okay, up the TV. Is it working? Is it working? Well, let's here. I'm gonna kill the power here because I didn't realize our TV had gone to sleep. Okay, let's let it shut down. All right, because this is this is the moment of truth, Jeff. And right. I'm really hopeful for for your kids' sake, for your sake, for your sanity, and for your pocketbook and your kids' piggy banks. Yeah, it's true. Brought to you in part by RCA. Okay, here we go. All right. Please work. No signal. I've no never signal. been so excited. Have, uh, yeah? Ding. What about the unboxing of the A? That, that e was exciting too. I'm equal excited. Okay, fair yes. enough. Wow. That's that's like an emotional couple of weeks here. You should have seen me last week. <laughs> there's there is no so signal. I cried. <laughs> See, I know it's connecting because it just activated as controller number one. Yeah, okay. So the system's on, we're just not getting a feed. Not getting a signal. Can you can you oh our cables are so short here. Do you want me to check Let's the cables? See. Yeah, just double check. Everything's snug? Everything's good and snug. Okay. Yeah, good. no issues. Okay. It's the TV. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, we All right, so we're going to jump over to the newsroom. <laughs> and then uh, when we come back, I hope that uh, we'll have an answer for you why 
I've lost all signal on the screen. This problem just gets deeper. Next episode, no. we're fixing the TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to jump over to the newsroom, and then, uh, and then we're going to come back to our PlayStation, and let's hope. Fingers crossed. This is, this is a moment of truth, and this is live TV, and you said, I love this because we will take these risks. Yes. I, yeah, it's true. But we learned data recovery with DD Rescue, so even if things don't boot, we still learned that. So that's something. All right, Sasha Dermatis over in the newsroom. All right. Here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. More than 150,000 web-connected printers were owned by a self-proclaimed novice coder over the weekend. A hack attack against the dark web shut down a huge number of sites for containing child pornography. AI has beat the most skilled poker players in the world. Google's Super Bowl ad set off a bunch of Google Home devices. And more than 1,000 government computers in a U.S. county have been infected by ransomware. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category 5.TV network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.TV slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because Cat5.TV slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about uh, consumer electronics? Those make a great gift. Absolutely. From high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah, I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cat5.tv slash gearbest. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, Now that the winter has passed, flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, But of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash your best. That's right. Happy shopping. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of February 8th, 2017. A hacker has briefly hijacked more than 150,000 printers. The attacker made the devices print a warning urging their owners to cut off remote access. Large printers in offices, domestic devices, and tiny receipt printers in restaurants were all caught up in the hack. 
Over the weekend, a hacker using the alias Stack Overflowin ran an automated program that scoured the internet for printers that did not have basic security controls switched on. Once it discovered a vulnerable device, the program made them print a page announcing the invasion and telling the owner to close the port used to hijack it. The message read in part, for the love of God, please close this port, skid. So, script kitty, i.e. novice coder. Earlier versions, early versions of the program also added ASCII art depicting different robots or a computer. Also included were an email address and a Twitter handle for Stack Overflowin'. Many people posted pictures of the printed messages to social media and asked questions about what was happening on technical support forums and social networks such as Reddit. Printers made by HP, Brother, Epson, Canon, Lexmark, Minolta and many others were hit by Stack Overflowin's program. The hacker said he did not intend to abuse the access he had gained to the printers. He said, I'm about helping people to fix their problem, but having a bit of fun at the same time. Everyone's been cool about it and thanked me, to be honest. You know what, Stack Overflowing? Thank you, because you're one of the good ones. Um, I really hope that anybody who was hacked and did get this actually did close that port. So. All right, around 20% of all websites on the dark web were taken offline in a hack, with those responsible publishing details of the website administrators. Freedom Hosting 2, a site with 10,000 Tor-based web pages, was hacked after a hacker said child pornography was being hosted on the websites. On Friday, visitors to any of the websites hosted by the firm saw the message, Hello, Freedom Hosting 2, you have been hacked. The statement explained that when the hacker was searching through Freedom Hosting 2's database, they found 50% of the websites were child porn. <gasps> Dark web and privacy researcher Sarah Jamie Lewis conducted a review of Freedom Hosting 2 in October 2016, and she said she believed there were 1,500 to 2,000 active sites being hosted. FH2 made it easy for people to start playing with anonymous publishing and in doing so created a huge vulnerability, Lewis tweeted. I have never been a fan of dark web hosting providers. The threat model there for everyone is ridiculously hard to secure. Troy Hunt from Have I Been Owned said the details which were leaked following the attack on the Freedom Hosting 2 are likely to have been collected by police and intelligence agencies. He says law enforcement will absolutely have this data. It's very public and also obviously has many real email addresses in it. Thank goodness there are people out there that are, that are fighting against the evils in this world. Thank goodness for them. See, what shocked me about this story though is how much of it was hosted child pornography is there not regulations for some of these servers well this is the dark web well, so the I, whole I, idea of it is to be private and secret and well, hidden from authorities I, I get that but you'd still think that at some point somewhere they would have to go through an internet service provider that would catch this stuff it's encrypted it's anonymous it's so wrong. and this is and it's Sad. It's, it's heartbreaking. Fifty percent, and that's what. So we're we're we want more privacy. We want the ability to have private networks right. online, yeah. and we yet this is what it's being used for. And is that because the the bad guys are the only ones using it? So fifty percent is not 
to show that 50% of society right. would do this, but 50% of those who are capable of using this type of service. Well, and I don't even think it'd be even 50% of the users. It'd probably be a very small pocket of users, but sure. just the a large of quantity sure. of data. It just, mm -hmm. oh, it's so heartbreaking. It just goes to show that maybe we don't deserve to have that privacy. We obviously we have not to be transparent just for our own. Yeah, for our, well, maybe maybe just for our safety, right? We mm. yeah, even there's some it's, truth in that. I mean, I, I understand the the need for private services, but there is some truth. There was a story this week that said um, that an, an unbelievable number of spouses spy on their spouses' Facebook accounts. I know people who've done it, and it, it, this is in the news. And so, to me, I immediately thought, you know, I'm glad that I'm transparent enough that I wouldn't mind if my wife right. was to do that, and I'm not up to anything that right. that she would find offensive. So, yeah. right, but like, it's the same with us. We don't hide anything from each other, Dave and I. Like we, yeah, not I even mean, Christmas I could, presents. Well, that we hide. <laughs> oh, we Jeff. we could easily we choose not to go on each other's facebook sure, or yeah. like i could go on to his computer no problem i choose not to because i trust him yeah right but he trusts me also to have the access to it right so. sure and my wife the same thing I, I wouldn't mind if she went on my facebook that's okay yeah but is it is that because she's my wife i love her I probably trust her, and you don't let I me go on your to facebook be able to trust me where would you Update I would be, Yeah, I'd be afraid of Probably. what post as Robbie Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I love Max. No. Okay, moving along then. All right. Liveratus, an artificial intelligence, just beat the world's top poker players by a margin of $1.7 million. What? Yeah, not real wow. money, sadly, for oh. the scientists behind the AI. Oh. Wah, wah. I had thought we had a 50-50 shot, but, I, but to have such a huge victory, I would have never guessed, said Thomas Sandholm, the professor at Carnegie Mellon behind Liberatus. We have proven that the best AI is better than the best humans, he said. This is the second time a system from his lab has won a poker world championship and the first time in the most difficult heads-up, no-limit version of the imperfect information game. Liberatus is a system of systems designed to work with imperfect information in three steps. Step one is learning the game. Noam Brown, a PhD grad student and researcher on the Liberatus team, says we give the AI a description of the game. We don't tell it how to play. As Liberatus computed game after game against itself in training, the program reinforced patterns that led to successful outcomes. In addition to its pattern recognition, the Carnegie Mellon team built a second system that focuses on the current game and runs a potential end game scenarios. Finally, once a day, the third system reviews the day's play for predictable patterns. Sandholm explains, based on what holes the opponent found in our strategy, the AI will automatically see which of those holes have been the biggest and the most frequently exploited. And then overnight, a supercomputer a supercomputer, as a supercomputer, it will compute packages to those pieces of the strategy and they're automatically glued into the main strategy. He predicts future AI will be business-centric. 
these are really for a host of applications, really any situation that can be modeled theoretically as a game. Now that we've shown that the best AI's ability to do strategic reasoning in an imperfect information setting has surpassed that of the best humans, there's really a strong reason for companies to start using this kind of AI. Hmm. Yep, this is what I thought. Computers are awesome. See, the problem I have with this, there's a problem uh, with this. Well, is it's it's not that it's learning. It's just simply putting in moves that have been exploited and it's just closing those holes. So but are humans so predictable that that's good enough? Maybe. Are there patterns in the think about a person of interest and how there are patterns that the machine is able to find? in human behavior that say, oh, this person is about to attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess, guess. it's sort of like anthropomorphizing to say that it's learning, though. right? It's not a human. It's not learning exactly, but it, it's predicting very well. Machine learning. See, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see how it plays up with somebody where there's facial recognition. So yeah. it's reading like bluffs and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I would like to see that. That would be truly incredible. Because right now it's just simply... That would be break, a breakthrough it, for sure. Absolutely. It's just simply odds. But it's funny. As you're reading the story, I'm having a flashback of an episode where Data was playing chess or something and he lost. And there was something wrong with his programming on Star Trek. Oh, there must have been. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm remembering this and I'm thinking, oh man, they're making Data. Right. Huh. Well, I'm thinking more... What could you ever play the stock market without oh, without that's AI a scary now? Thought. Right, like Ouch. now you would need it. Like once this technology, and so then it takes over is, our is, stocks. Right, exactly. I yeah. suppose theoretically you could, but there's a ton of variables in there. I mean, there's you can't th- even factor. It, well, I suppose you could factor in the human emotion of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what people expected the stock market to do over the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. in the U.S. and it's defying that. So, you know, could it have predicted that? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. But, I mean, the fact is, AI is advancing so quickly. Five years from now, we're going to be like, do you remember that time when we read that really old, archaic story about AI winning poker? <laughs> now it's... That's know, what's interesting to me about Making it, though, our meals it? in the kitchen. It's not actually about <laughs> poker. It's not actually about poker. That's right. They're using that as a learning mechanism to prove concepts and to show that this thing can learn and adapt and predict see i and i'm i'm expecting by the time my kids get to high school Mm. it's not gonna be the dog ate my homework it's the ai crashed my homework something like that right sure all right remember super bowl last week one super bowl ad found its way into some viewers homes during sunday night's big game during the super bowl on sunday google aired a one minute ad promoting its google home smart home appliance the ad shows the people using the device to turn on lights, check the weather, translate phrases into Spanish, and more. According to several Google Home users who took to Twitter during the game, it also activated Google Home devices sitting in rooms where people were watching the ad. Google Home was released last year as a competitor to the Amazon Echo, and like the Echo, it's designed to be activated with a simple vocal command, OK Google. The ad on Sunday showed several people saying OK Google to issue their commands. 
According to affected Google Home users, the statements in the commercial caused their devices to activate. The Google Home ad is the latest to trigger smart home devices accidentally. Google should have seen it coming since Amazon's Echo device has been experiencing a similar issue ordering products mentioned on TV. This story happens week after week with us. It kind of is yeah. becoming a thing, and eh? that's why I wonder, like, should they not have figured this out? <laughs> no. But see, I'm picturing this as a new type of advertising. Absolutely. We've used it on the show, Jeff. You've been away, but we've been spending basically the first 15 minutes of each show saying, Alexa, buy the Star Trek communicator from shop.category5.tv. Really? Pretty much. Don't know if it worked, but they're <laughs> selling out real fast. And suddenly you're going to get a massive <laughs> shipment to your house. <laughs> yeah, they ship all to me. But, but I mean, could you imagine that? Like, you're sitting at home and, you know, you're watching some something on Netflix. And in the middle of this Netflix-produced show, you know, you got... Uh, oh, yeah, the new form of advertising. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's like, all right, okay, Google, tell me. And they build it into the script. And all of a sudden sure. your phone's going... Bleep, 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 and it's like... Oh, come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's, that's the problem. See, that's and, what's happening. And I'm, I'm picturing this. I'm going, okay, what if you say it and it takes you to some sort of device that then, or a website that, say, looks at your internet history. Your, like, yeah. Read your or installs a Cookies and stuff. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Texts a number that you, you know, that, like a premium number. You talked last week about, yeah. uh, okay, Google, transfer $100 to Sasha Dermatis. Right. Do that. I think nice. I just did it. Yeah. I think I did. <laughs> okay. Yes. Wow. I forgot you have to say yes because it prompts. Oh, do you? It says, are you sure? Yes. yes. <laughs> See, and just Make build that so. right into would... the show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you've got more. I have more. Oh. I have, this one's a crazy one. Oh, dear. I heard about this. Yeah. A county in Ohio, U.S., has has had to shut down its entire IT infrastructure due to a ransomware infection. Entire system. Licking County has turned off all phones and computers on its government network in order to stop the spread of malware that had been locking down infected PCs and demanding payments. Licking County Commissioner Tim Bubb would not disclose the amount of the ransom demand, nor would he uh, nor if it would be paid. He said that they are, they are taking the advice of cybersecurity experts and law enforcement. The move was made Tuesday evening when officials found that more than 1,000 county PCs had already been infected with the ransomware. All county offices remain open for people walking in and doing business the old-fashioned way using a pen and paper forms, and the 911 call center and dispatch continues to operate in manual mode. The county's treasurer's office is unable to process checks, but is still accepting payments for property taxes. Sean Grady, director of the Licking County Emergency Management Agency and Regional 911 Center, did not expect an immediate resolution of the problem. He said, it's slower than we'd like. It takes us back 25 years in how we dispatch. We ask more detailed questions. The outage is expected to continue through the week as county staff work to scrub the malware from infected machines. The FBI has also been called in to assist. It's scary when, when something like this can bring down an entire county and just mm -hmm. goes to show you how fast it can happen. Yeah. You know, this is not a new thing. How is it? 
Like, I can understand Joe Blow at home with his rinky-dink computer, doesn't understand cybersecurity, getting, you know, ransomware and going, ah, shoot. But a county? We, well, we've really? had a discussion on the show, and, and it happens because of social engineering attacks, phishing scams, if you will. Right. and But have protections built in. If you're running a county, protect yourself, man. Yeah, you would hope so. You would hope so. That's not what happened. In future now, especially with the FBI's assistance, I'm sure that looking counting will be very sure. secure. <laughs> yeah. But see, I, like... This story is making me think, what is the worst case scenario of this? You're thinking so, like AI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sasha. Uh, no, but what I'm thinking is, I mean, it's not uncommon in the U.S. for people to get sued for whatever. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's easier there with their legal system. So, house is broken into. Somebody calls 911. It's now a slower dispatch because some of the ransomware. Absolutely. Somebody gets robbed. Yeah. They get, you know... God forbid, shot or something, yeah. and all of a sudden they go, hey, this is your fault. You didn't protect the county computers. You would have had service to me in time to protect me. Like, where does this go but to? Here's, here's well, the thing. This is, for one thing, this is not a targeted attack. This is something that gets into one computer right. because just one spreads. staff member. You've got a, a thousand people working for a company, which is government-run, that hasn't got the budget to replace all their computers and put in an endpoint protection, um, like, system to work as a, a DLP or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone brings in an infected phone or an infected flash drive, plugs it into one computer, and boom, the whole network is down. I know. So yeah. who it do you blame? Happens, it happens fast, and sometimes it's not detected for a while. Like, sure. Like the news These story last week. For that. Yeah. Eight years worth of evidence was was lost. Mm-hmm. Right? It wow. just ha- it happens. And it, there is, you know, there is some fault in the IT department. Absolutely. I hope that they had good backups. That would be a worst case scenario, which is what happened in Texas. Mm-hmm. No backups. And um, you know, fact is, is the real fault lies in the fact that we're at this transitional phase when it comes to technology, mm-hmm. because these are new threats that. Government offices, plain and simply, Jeff, are not ready for. I, well, and I just, and they can't be ready for it because they don't have the budgets for it. Yeah. But see, that's where I, th- I think there needs to be a concerted effort for everybody, that, like all the counties, whatever, to stand up and say, okay, we need more funding in this area. Yeah. Like, this is a, a big problem. Sure. And go back on our show, Category5.tv, do a quick search on our website and type in phishing. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, because maybe that's what you need to do. It's free, and that will educate you because we've done episodes, and we most recently did an episode where we specifically got into it, Jeff. I feel and like it's probably one of our, it, it, our most like repeated topics for the show. And, and it's uh, something that's been evolving. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's why free education is here, because it really is. It's social engineering tactics. It takes education to defeat this and to protect your company. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. I feel like every time I hear another one of these stories, I just want to facepalm. Absolutely. It's just so unnecessary. But you have to, the sympathetic end of you has to say, Oh, I'm absolutely. So sorry this happened to you. Sure, absolutely. You, but it's just, it's like, really, another one? Yeah. When you know better, you do better. So, everybody, tell 10 friends to watch Category 5. That's it. Sure. You learn. I mean, if, you that, if that's what it takes. <laughs> and it's not really about Category 5. It's about, like, educating yeah. yourself and companies and the, your uh, staff. And 
um, some of your Linux user groups have sat down and watched that video mm-hmm. and sat down and, and talked about it afterwards and learned from it. And so it's, oh. it's something that's really, really important. The techie heart me just breaks every time I hear these yeah. stories. <laughs> all right. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and you'll find our website at www.category5.tv. Okay, Jeff, just before we headed over to the newsroom, we were monkeying with this. Um, yes. We've got... Now, we're using the AV cable that you brought yes, in order to I, do this. Yes, which I don't use at home. I go by HDMI. Oh. So, but the reason I, the reason I brought the AV cable is because no. I didn't know what you had. You brought the AV cable, but at home you use HDMI? Yeah. Is it possible that this... The, the PS3 has like a setting that tells it that you use HDMI? I have no clue, but I know they broke the HDMI cable. You can buy a new HDMI cable? I can, yes. Okay, so I've got an HDMI cable. We've brought the TV forward a little bit, and I've plugged in the HDMI cable. Um, let's try that. I'm going to just plug it into the PS3 here. I think it's running. Yes, it yeah, is. It's running. Okay. Because we're not getting anything off the AV cable, no. even though we were before. And we'll switch over to HDMI. Oh, look at that. Is it working? Look at that. It's a working. Okay, well, can you guys see that? I can't really turn the screen very That's well because okay. we had to... We have a short cable. Yeah, we got a short cable. Oh, look at that. Oh! It works. Now, okay, so one of the games I've downloaded is uh, is Minecraft for my kids. Okay. Is, does my, is Minecraft All still right, there? All right, so let's see. Oh, that's, oh now there could be... Uh, uh. PlayStation Edition, that's the digital. Yeah, it's all there. Look at that. $250. Saved. Nice. Three children. Look at that. Saved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now it's trying to push 1080p to a tiny, tiny little screen. I don't know if the screen can handle it. But Jeff, there you go, man. Oh, man. The good news is is it looks like we've been able to successfully get your PS3 up and running. We've, oh, there it goes. It's actually working. Uh, we've got an image that we've copied to the hard drive, and we've got, you know, how is that able to do and the, Oh, yeah, Ethernet's not connected. Ethernet right, for the yeah. Internet. Okay, so there we go. That's awesome. Robbie? Savannah? It's for you, my friend. You're leaving me hanging, man. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. That is All right. awesome. There we go. We did it. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> All right, so did you learn anything tonight? I wanted you to learn a little bit about data recovery so that you can create an image of these failing hard drives. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you could have had a worse case. It could have been absolutely unreadable. In absolutely. Which case, in which case, we would have just pulled it out, put in a, a nice Kingston SSD, and been able to get it up and running with a new yep. hard drive. Yep. That would have been option number two. The other thing is, we could have encountered bad sectors, and we could have gotten to the point where all of a sudden DD Rescue started erroring out. Well, the good thing is, is then at least we'd have a, uh, an image of your games that are downloaded right, to the hard yeah. drive. Then we could image it back to a solid state hard drive, install that drive, and you'd be up and running with all your data. Yep. So, so there, you know, a couple of different scenarios for you. Of course, this applies to your laptop computer, your desktop computer. If you've got a hard drive that is failing or has some bad sectors and you're not sure what to do, you can use DD Rescue on Linux in order to recover it and save it to new hardware, save it to an image file, so that you've got a really good backup of that particular hard drive. It's like it's like taking a hard drive and zipping it into a file and saying, okay, now I've got it because now I can buy a new hard drive and I can now bloat it onto there and right. now that's an exact duplicate including the UUID 
of the entire hard drive. So you can just boot from it, and it's That's good to awesome. go. That's awesome. See, and it's funny. Now you've got me thinking, going, I wonder if I should do like a, a, an image of my PS3 hard drive every month just in case my if kids... If there's data on there, <laughs> the way I look at it, and backups are the same, if there's anything on your computer that you can't lose or that would be really hurtful to lose. Um, I look at my laptops and everything. My laptop here, you know, I really don't want it to get stolen. We've Fair had enough. that happen. If it did, there is nothing, absolutely zero on my laptop that I don't have elsewhere right. that I need, that's that I smart. care about. The only stuff that's on there that I don't have elsewhere is temporary files, renders right. of video and stuff that are already on the internet and already on my server. And yeah, that's so right. it doesn't matter. So, um, so that's where you want to be. PlayStation's no different. Um, if you've got games on it and save games, the kids are going to be heartbroken if they lose saved games. Yes. They've worked hard to get there. All they've the worlds built, in Minecraft. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. So it's important to have a backup of that, yes. I would say, absolutely. And now you know how to get into the drive. You know how to get it out, how to do an image. And then if it ever came down to it, we could image it back to a new hard drive, and you'd be good to go. That's awesome. Is there space on your floor where you can put it? Um, <laughs> let's do one, one better. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> Here's what happened. He plugged, uh, your daughter plugged in the controller yep. to the PlayStation up on the mantle, moved back because it was a very exciting moment in Minecraft, and, and crashed it to the floor. Okay, yep. here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and I want you to get some wall warts. Some, I'm sorry, what? Some wall warts. Some 5-volt USB adapters that you plug in to the wall that gives oh, you okay. a USB port, and typically you would use those to charge your phone. Right. I want, I want your kids to have access to that, so now they can plug that in to the outlet, Smart. plug the controller into that, and if they pull on it, it's just going to come out of the wall. That is a smart okay. idea. You can get them at the dollar store, Jeff. I know. That I bought a few at the dollar store. Okay. Yep. I want you to do that. Don't waste any time. My kids will be buying them from the dollar store. That's right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's their punishment. That's right. That's perfect. Please. <laughs> Take them to the dollar store. I want pictures of them standing in the electronics aisle with their wall warts. Okay? Done. We're going to see those You know, you say wall warts, and I'm thinking something out of Harry Potter. Little five-volt transformers. Little five-volt transformers that you charge your phone off of. That's right. (laughs) There you have it, folks. Well, I hope you had a fun night tonight. Thank you to everyone for contributing this week. And you can do that through Patreon, Category5.tv, on uh, no, pardon me. It's patreon.com slash category5. You can also do that by shopping through our partner links at category5.tv. Thank you so much for watching the show. Thanks to these two. Thanks. And thank See you. Ya. See ya. <laughs>